Welcome to Main Thing Radio with Robert Fountain, pastor of Calvary Chapel, Miami Beach, in Miami Beach, Florida. Join us as Pastor Robert teaches through God's Word. Every human will die. 100% of us are going to die, right? I mean, unless the rapture were to happen and rescue some of us, all of us are going to die. And those of us who are spiritually alive have a duty to share the gospel and how to be saved and how to receive life with those who don't know. We have this free gift. When you buy something that you adore, all of your friends hear about it, maybe even some strangers. We like to rave about the good things in our life because we want others to have it too. Pastor Robert reminds us today that that's how we should feel about the gospel. We have a life-changing message. Let's share it. Stick around after today's message from Pastor Robert. I have quite a bit of information that I'd like to share with you. Our web address, podcast subscription information, and our contact information. Now, here's Pastor Robert in the book of Matthew, chapter 26, with today's edition of Main Thing Radio. The year was 1885. 25-year-old Charlie was the most famous cricket player and all of the United Kingdom. One article I read said he was the Michael Jordan of the 19th century. It's like LeBron James or, or David Beckham. He, he was seriously talented. His family was extravagantly wealthy. And because of his achievements as a very young man while he was still in college, he was famous all across his country. He may have been the most popular single guy in all of England. And then the Lord Jesus got hold of his heart, moved him to do something that seemed utterly ridiculous to his family, even though they were Christians, and also to his peers at college. They they thought he lost his mind. The famous cricket player had decided to quit the game, give up everything, and become a missionary. C.T. Studd was his name. He gave away everything. He moved ultimately to China as a missionary to carry the gospel to the people of Asia. It's funny, I heard all kinds of stories about him. He was a young man. He was newly wed as a missionary. And um, one of the stories that I heard that I couldn't verify was, was that he set aside a large portion of his inheritance to be held in trust for his wife in case something happened to him. And then she rebuked him and told him that if they were truly becoming one, that as one, they would trust Jesus together. 
and that he needed to give away that which he had reserved as well. He gave away all of his inheritance. He gave some to missions. He gave some to Salvation Army, but, but he divested himself, and he explained his decision like this. He said, if Jesus Christ be God and died for me, then no sacrifice can be too great for me to make for him. No sacrifice could ever be too great for me to make for him. You know, I was thinking about how appropriate that statement is for today. I mean, in in light of our current state of affairs, this virus that has a whole world frightened and and anxious, and, 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 and we're taught as Christians to prioritize eternal things. People are so freaked out because of the, the virus. But it reveals something very significant. It reveals an earthly mindset. There's a lack of understanding concerning the importance of eternal things. If you only value this physical existence, well then, yeah, go crawl into a cabin somewhere in the mountains, you know, and stock up on, like what we used to joke about when I was a teenager, is just get yourself a truckload of pork and beans. You can live forever on those things. All you need is, you know, a good spoon, a good pocket knife, plenty of clean water, a truckload of pork and beans, you're good. But see, we value more than this physical life. Because we recognize that every human being will eventually die. But not every human being will experience spiritual life. Every human will die. 100% of us are going to die, right? I mean, unless the rapture were to happen and rescue some of us, all of us are going to die. And those of us who are spiritually alive have a duty to share the gospel and how to be saved and how to receive life with those who don't know. We have this free gift from Jesus. He came to make life available to everybody. And I was thinking, no wonder Charlie became such a fanatic. Matthew 26 is our focus. We're going to look briefly at the first 16 verses. It tells us about another fanatic for Christ. Now it came to pass when Jesus had finished all these sayings that he said to his disciples, you know that after two days is the Passover and the son of man will be delivered up to be crucified. Then the chief priests, the scribes and the elders of the people assembled at the palace of the high priest who was called Caiaphas and plotted to take Jesus by trickery and kill him. But they said not during the feast lest there be an uproar among the people. And when Jesus was in Bethany at the house of Simon the leper, a woman came to him having an alabaster flask of very costly fragrant oil, perfume in other words. And she poured it on his head as he sat at the table. But when his disciples saw it, they were indignant, saying, why this waste? For this fragrant oil might have been sold for much and given to the poor. But when Jesus was aware of it, he said to them, why do you trouble the woman? For she has done a good work for me. For you have the poor with you always, but me you do not have always. 
For in pouring this fragrant oil on my body, she did it for my burial. Assuredly, I say to you, wherever this gospel is preached in the whole world, what this woman has done will also be told as a memorial to her. Then one of the 12 called Judas Iscariot went to the chief priest and said, what are you willing to give me if I deliver him to you? And they counted out to him 30 pieces of silver. So from that time, he sought opportunity to betray him. Now, John's gospel you know, gives a little different perspective, a little more detail on this. It tells us that Bethany was where Lazarus and his sisters, Mary and Martha, lived. And, and Lazarus was at this dinner. He was seated at the table and, you know, there in, in the home of Simon the leper, apparently. John doesn't tell us that that's whose home it was in. It just, but he tells us that Lazarus was there at the dinner table and it was his sister Mary who came with this alabaster jar of perfume. John also tells us not just that it was very expensive, but he puts a number on it. He says 300 denarii. So that's roughly one year's wages. Now think about that for a second, right? A year's wages. Now the average household income, average income of a family in the city of Miami in 2018 was a little over $53,000. Now, I love my wife, right? I really do. But if you guys were to find out that I had just bought her a $50,000 bottle of perfume, I would hope that some of you would do an intervention. You know what I mean? It's like step in and say, Pastor, we need to get you checked out, bro. $50,000 bottle of perfume. And she broke the bottle and poured it over Jesus' head. Now, John doesn't tell us specifically how Lazarus reacted, or Martha, she was the pragmatic one, remember? She was the one doing the work while Mary was seated at the feet of Jesus listening. And We're not told how they reacted, but we are told in every account how the 12, how the disciples, the apostles, how they reacted to this extravagant expression of worship. What are you, they're like, what are you doing? Why this waste? His love is the main thing. His love is the main thing. We're so glad you tuned in today for Pastor Robert's message in the book of Matthew. If you'd like to hear today's teaching again or learn more about Main Thing Radio, visit our website at mainthingradio.com. Before our time with you is through for the day, we'd like to take a moment and ask you to consider partnering with us here at Main Thing Radio. Would you commit to praying for us each time you tune in? As we continue to produce programs to spread the good news of the gospel, we know the enemy won't be happy. We'd appreciate your prayers for protection and guidance in all we do. Would you also pray for your fellow listeners too, that each one would allow Jesus to speak truth into their heart? We have one more way you can support us in what we're doing here at Main Thing Radio, and David's here with the details. We all know it's vitally important to support the local church, a place we call home. But it's also very important to support missionaries. Have you ever considered that Main Thing Radio is missionary work? It is. We need your support to continue to share God's word over the airwaves. Please 
prayerfully consider financially supporting Main Thing Radio. For more information, visit MainThingRadio.com and click on the Donate button. Thanks, David, and thank you for joining us today to study Matthew. Join us next time for more right here on Main Thing Radio.